We're your partners and your pals. So what's up, people? I'm hey, Sean. Hey, hey, I'm Donnie. I'm Danny. And this is Partners and Pals. And we are sexual. Super duper psyched today. We have a good episode today. We, we've got a badass interview, too. Yes. With badass as in B A. B A Baracus. Bad attitude from Sloppy Seconds, not Mr. T, but still awesome. That's right. The voice of Indies Kings of Junk Rock, Sloppy Seconds, B.A. The punk rock Eminem lyricist. Like, dude, his lyrics are great. I was listening to him yesterday. How funny. Somebody would just text in the middle of this. Uh, Yeah, B.A. is going to be here from Sloppy. It's a band that I have liked. Think me and Danny got into him like right at the same time, didn't we? Somebody played him for us. Probably Stevie. I think it was Chitters actually. Ah, yeah. Yeah, I, it took me a little while before I got into him. Like I didn't really get into him till about ninety nine, two thousand. Yes. Yeah, at first, I didn't really like much pop punk, but I don't know. They kind of they grew on me. Like I don't know. They they're, they're, the lyrics are awesome. He's a great singer. Everybody in that band could play. Even the former members, they could all fucking play, and they were just clever. Their live shows are like, awesome. And none of their songs, like, ha- are, like, it's, if you look at the titles of some of their songs, you might be like, what the fuck? But they're not, like, hateful or anything. It's just clever. Yeah, like, I don't want to be a homosexual. A lot of people think that's a homophobic. It's not a homophobic song at all. It's the songs about how, like, people think he's gay and he's not like and that's funny yeah and i like how they used a pink flamingos uh clip oh from yeah the beginning like sound oh that was uh that, that was, was Edie the egg lady yeah but that wasn't uh that was uh from a different uh john waters movie no that was from pink flamingos because she was in her baby crib like her baby pen her well, play pen. i'm pretty sure it's from female trouble it might have been in that too but it's i swear there's a scene in pink flamingos because i've never seen female trouble so, uh, but in Pink Flamingos, there's a scene where the guy that the guy who goes on the date to fuck his girl with the chicken. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, Edie, the egg lady's like asking him about it, and she asks him that exact sound bite. Oh, it's been a while since I've seen Pink Flamingos. Oh god, yeah. The prolapsed I think, butthole. I think I'm good. Yeah. I, don't know. I think I need to reset myself. That might reset me, honestly. Yeah. I, I mean, I don't want to watch Pink Flamingos again, but it might just. Like just, I maybe I just need something to alienate me so bad that it'll reset. I me. did own it. I don't know if I still have it or not because I you I had to hide it once the kids were born. Well, I had lost track of all my DVDs and shit. So what's a diva D? Yeah, <laughs> you remember that from South Park when Randy bought the Blockbuster? Oh yeah, was yeah. going out of business. You all want to run some DVDs? All I remember about that episode is at the end where it's like chicken nuggets. It has the orange fries. Uh, so we had we were off last week. We we're not here. Yeah, we're, we're slightly dragging. I can, I notice we keep dragging, but we're excited. Don't don't misinterpret. We're just and don't judge us either. So fucking excited, we can't keep track of life. Yeah, whenever we miss a week, it's it really just it screws with me. Honestly, this is kind of one of my anchors. So we have, uh, and we're on Anchor.fm, by the way. <laughs> Easiest place to make a podcast. Uh, you, why don't you go first and catch us up? Because you had a big, big week. I, 
I did a little stuff. I don't know what Danny did, but uh, when we were off, won't you? Won't we all? Well, folks, well, sit back. We're gonna catch you up on what we did while we were off. Well, I got fired the day before I went to Milwaukee, and it turned. I found out why they just didn't like that I had to leave at a certain time to catch the bus. Not because. Not because I was giving drinks away to blacks and Mexicans, but well, I that's that was stupid. I mean, you have to. I mean, you have to that leave was, at a certain time. Well, it was this little hipster supervisor who cut tried to cut somebody before I left uh, a few days before. Oh, yeah, and, yeah, and he uh, and when I said something to it to him that I was going to have to leave regardless, he tried that. Oh, go ahead and walk away from your job then. <laughs> With that hipster voice. Yeah. And, you know, I called the actual boss, and she said to ring myself up for an Uber card, and I figured it was fine, but I think he went behind my back, and because he did, he was, the, the other guy was a lot like that. He would go behind your back and talk to the oh, trash. I, hey, I had a job like that. A little hipster. I got hired, a different manager came on, and it's when I was in a band, and like, so I needed days off. And so the dude, to show me that he was in charge of the schedule, he gave me one day a week. To work, yeah. He, he's like, "Well, you requested all these days off, so I thought it would work better for you." I'm like, dude, it was cool when you hired me. Like, you know, yeah. yeah fuck, fuck that guy. Go ahead. I'm sorry. But uh, yeah. Well, that's pretty much it. And you know, this guy's just kind of gossipy, and he was a little. He's not even a real hipster. He's a wannabe hipster. That's even worse. Yeah, that's the guy with glasses. Yeah, the little dude with glasses. That little bitch. His name's Corey Dean. Damn. Yup. What's he going to do? I'll slap the shit. I'll slap the glasses off his face. Put them on blast. Yep, I did. His name's Corey Dean. He's a little bitch. Uh, but see, that's such a common name. Nobody knows which Corey Dean I'm talking about. Corey Dean never said. Well, he might know, but he ain't going to listen to this. And if he did, like, I've never mentioned where I was working before. Yeah. So. Yeah. And Corey Dean, come on. There's Jimmy. He's, I'm sure he has an uncle named Jimmy Dean. You know, that's Dean. That's a last name that's spread around. Yeah. Yeah. And I wasn't trying to be funny. That wasn't meant to be comical. So that you don't have to roll your eyes at it. That was just Did a, I roll my eyes? a little bit. Uh, I mean, but, it's just, I think maybe it's just a natural thing from being here. Yeah. Well, yeah. yeah. But I went up to the meal, Milwaukee, and. Nice. Uh, is that what they call it? The meal, uh, yeah, some of the brothers do. It's awesome. <laughs> From the veal to the meal. The meal. Yeah, they feel like, like we it. up here grinding. Yeah, watch like real hoods on uh, uh, YouTube where they go to different hoods around the country just to kind of show what's going on. And, and there was one in Milwaukee, and he's like, yeah, man, I be, you know, we'd be hustling up here in the meal just trying to get a dollar. It's like, it'd be rough up here in the meal. Nice. Like, hell yeah. I'm like, I am totally calling it the meal from now on. Oh, yeah. Uh, I'm at least gonna rent it, rent that thing. But I went up there, uh, hung out with my bro, uh, ate a lot of good food. There's some really good restaurants up there that I ate at. Of course, I ate at Mater's twice. Yeah, you're always talking about this Mater's place. It's it? a good German restaurant. It's not cheap, but like I went there once just for some Reuben rolls and a beer, like that picture I said. Yeah, too. some Reuben rolls. What is that exactly what that, it sounds yeah, like? Yeah, like, yeah. It's just corned beef and uh, sauerkraut. And all that stuff in those like wontons. Oh. And it, you get this really good Dusseldorf mustard to dip them Ooh, in. Oh, you dip it in Dusseldorf? Oh, 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 yeah. And they got a little spoon in the Dusseldorf you could actually put, because they cut them in half at, at a bias. 
at an angle, you know? Yeah. For those who don't know the kitchen lingo. Uh, but yeah, they were really good. Go ahead and fart, dude. No, I'm okay. No, I'm, <laughs> oh, I'm feeling, my bad. I'm feeling sexy with what you're. Uh, I also. Cocked and loaded. I know, dude. It's. It's just it's something like Reuben Rose. They remind me of Buns used to have Reuben jalapeno poppers. Yeah, like a lot of places do Reuben wontons and stuff too. But these Reuben, well, these are Reuben wontons. They were actual like, but they're like bigger, like egg rolls. But oh, I went back and I got myself uh, veal schnitzel the next day with, uh, and it came with spatzel, white sauerkraut, red sauerkraut. Red nice. sauerkraut. That's the sauerkraut I like. I've never had red sauerkraut. Oh, dude, it is so good. I mean, I love red cabbage, but I've never had red sauerkraut. Oh, it's so Have good. You? Just be careful when you're eating it because it can stain your clothes pretty bad. But Oh, man. But it's really, really fucking good. Um, their potato dumplings weren't as good as the last time I had them, but that could have just been an off day. All I keep thinking about but, are these Reuben rolls, though. They just sound so delicious. The thing about it, though, dude... It's like in this old building, and they've got all this old German, like uh, medieval, like knights wear, like knight outfits and swords and pictures and artwork all over the restaurant. And then it has pictures of people who've been in there, from like Frank Sinatra, Eddie Murphy, uh, just all t- Ronald Reagan. I even though I don't give a shit about Reagan, just all types of big people. I think Burt Reynolds. I could be wrong. I gotta oh, look yeah. up. I'll put up a video that I have from walking through there. Um, because, yeah, that'd be dope. Because if I start listing them off, I might just be listing celebrities that I like who didn't actually go because I don't remember. But it's a lot of people. Anyway, I ate at Benji's Deli, which was really good. That's like one of their bigger delis. Like, used to be a kosher deli, but now they serve ham sandwiches because they got to stay open to make money. <laughs> but they do still have all the old stuff. I got a French dip because I had a corned beef sandwich at another deli downtown called Waterfront Deli, which for a $10 deli is pretty good. And How it's was got the French dip? Oh, it's really good. Is it big? It's about this big. You know, I think about 15 bucks, but it's real filling, real filling. And you get like, you could get chips or fries or something. Nice. Yeah. A uh, big thing of ajou? Oh, good. Enough ajou. You got a per, like to where you can take a big ajou bite every single time. No, I like that. And I love, uh, I love French dips. I do too. French dips, hot Italian beefs, and Philly cheesesteaks are like my favorite beef It's sandwiches. like any sandwich that like add a dip to, it's like, fuck yeah. I like how they put the the Italian uh, be, hot beefs all the way in the dip and wrap it up and serve it to you. Yeah, that's that's sexual. Yeah, that's sexuality if I've ever heard of it. Uh, How's your brother? I, he's all right. He's working a lot. He, oh, he is opening a record store in Milwaukee. Uh, and I forgot what the fuck it's called. Uh, it hasn't opened yet. I'll have to come back with the title date. But there's this building in Walker's Point, like just south of downtown, that uh, these guys have all rented out, and they're renting a room out of that to have the record store. That's awesome. And but it's the place is supposed to serve as a venue. One person actually has their living quarters there, and they also have an art studio. Somebody else has a film studio, so it's pretty cool. Um, that is pretty cool. Yeah, so he's- Sounds fun. Aren't they gonna do something like that here? Like, uh, 
talked about an old abandoned warehouse. It was going to be like a, a warehouse. The art sanctuary. Yeah, like Didn't the, they do Melwood Art Center? It, it wasn't there. It was though. in Germantown. Yeah, it was supposed to be like a warehouse where they would have like shows and like records. Yeah, I don't know what happened. They had shows there, but yeah, I don't know what happened to it either. Well, it's, you know, it's kind of hard to get people to go out. Oh, yeah. Yeah. I don't even know. Is there like a really big music scene anymore? I mean, I don't keep up with it. I don't know. I mean, there's a music scene, but not, you know, every time I walk by Third Street Dive when they had shows, it was never that full. Really? The last local show I went to was the Kodiak reunion. That was at Kaju. And that was, uh, it was pretty, like, it was pretty packed, I guess, for, but, you know, it's also a reunion show, so you can't really judge on what right. the scene oh, looks like. Because right. it was all, like, people that Older don't people. go to shows anymore, really. Uh, but, yeah. Uh, that sounds like you had a good time. Did you get a chance to go to, uh, where'd you want to go afterwards for a day in Chicago? Uh, no, I didn't. Uh, I just figured I'd stay in Milwaukee. I figured, like, I don't know. Uh they need to get a new mayor like for real because she's like the old detroit mayor where she kind of wants the city to fall to shit like i don't really care about her shit with the press like don't uh or she, like she, yeah she doesn't want to talk to white media because she thinks they won't that other media won't ask her questions but like the truth of the matter is she wants that city to fall to shit so i didn't i really just don't want to fucking go there and ride the l that's pretty much what kept me up, my whiteness. How how was uh, the rest of your trip though? Oh, was some good food. And- a lot of good food. Uh, oh, I went to this place called Tracks, and uh, it's a towny place up in River West. And uh, look, it's a decent little place. I've eaten there before, but this bitch <laughs> brought us our drinks, and then our food was sitting like out for 20 minutes in the window it wasn't even a window it's on top of a server tray no heat lamp no nothing oh, I hate that so, so i uh you know i looked at austin i'm like dude sorry man but look i'm gonna pay for the drinks we can get the fuck out of here go somewhere else yeah and that's what i did like he wasn't happy about it because he goes there all the time but <laughs> it's like dude i'm not gonna pay for a congealed like cold ass burger cold ass fries oh yeah you know and the fact and I looked at this server a few times looked right at her looked right at the food and she was more concerned with the patio like with getting beers to the patio so and even people from the kitchen were coming out and like what she when's this bitch gonna take the food and yeah, I tried to notify the bartender that I was gonna pay. You didn't say anything, huh? I'm surprised you didn't say anything. I, the only reason I didn't is because my brother frequents uh, the place. Yeah, that's the only reason. And honestly, I wouldn't have paid for the drive. I would have just left had it not <laughs> been the fact that he goes there a lot. But uh, you know, I try to even get the bartender's attention, let him know, hey, I'm paying for the drinks we had, but I got we're getting the fuck out. And you know, couldn't get his attention, so I put twelve bucks on the table and we left. And. Uh, went to Shawarma King, which used to, it's a Syrian place. It's all right. Chicken's dry. It used to be a <laughs> Turkish place, which was a lot better. <clears throat> but, okay, I won't mention two other places. Uh, Can we th- change the name of the show to Bitter Jewish Man's Deli Reviews? Yes. 
You know, that could be like this a is new podcast. Your side cast. Yeah. <laughs> that would be awesome. I would Angry be more than Jewish man's deli reviews. Restaurant <laughs> reviews. Just go on 30 minute tirade. They have the driest chicken. <laughs> Dude, it was some dry ass chicken. But their service was way better than tracks. I'll go back there before I go back to tracks. Shawarma King. Are they having the same problem everyone else is? Like non staffed because no one's working? Uh, well, these are all family places. Uh, so it's now uh, Sanford is understaffed. That's like their other premier restaurant. Now, I will say this I'm kind of curious though. You're, you're complaining about dry chicken at a shawarma place. I'm wondering what you're doing getting chicken. At Swarma King. Chicken Swarma. Yeah, but I feel like I'd just go with the traditional that's, lamb. They have lamb Swarma, chicken Swarma. No, that's pretty traditional too. Chicken Swarma. Oh, no, when I go to a place like that, I always go for the lamb because you can't get lamb anywhere. Right? right, I understand that. I don't know. Now that we have Little Greek Fresh Grill, I can get a good lamb gyro anytime I want. So, like actual cubed lamb, not that beef lamb combination shit. My, my but, son's actually interested in trying lamb. I'm like, okay. Little little Greek Fresh Grill. Take you it's even care. on uh, DoorDash if you want to waste money on DoorDash. But three three other places. I'll keep it brief. Peter Scortito's uh, Bakery, awesome cannoli and uh, espresso. And I heard he, it's still a little mobbed up. Nice. <laughs> and down the street. Uh, this is on Brady Street. There's uh, both of these places are on Brady Street. Scortito's Bakery, the Glorioso's uh, Italian Grocery is there, uh, and there's always they always have good like pre-made foods and stuff. But you, you know it's a good grocery store. They have a good wine selection, and then back in River West at Austin's neighborhood, there's a little Italian deli called Scardina's that I hit up every single time. That sounds good. And they also make other shit. They make their own like Polish sausage. They make Hungarian sausage. Uh, they make this thing called eggplant spadini where they like take thin slices of eggplant, bread it, and then roll it up around like minced meat or vegetable or whatever, or stuffing. And then they like melt, have sauce and cheese melted on top of it. That like sounds big. really good. And it's so good you can eat, that you could eat it cold. Nice, that does sound delicious. And it's better than the chicken or, they make a pork spadini and a chicken spadini and a, and a beef one that you can, heat up but I like the eggplant the best and it has meat in it eggplant is pretty delicious if it's cooked right oh yeah I'm picky about cold eggplant but this is good this is good um, so no fail on that place no fail no fail oh and they've got they've got great sandwiches and they've got these take and bake pizzas that they make real thin Milwaukee style oh, like nice. uh, basically just super thin crust but you take it home and you throw it in the oven uh and it's i think it even the pan it comes on is like a disposable pan you can yeah throw in the oven that way and you know it's amazing i'm big on i'm big on thin crust lately i can't eat all that bread it's too much for me i don't i'd rather get thin crust but yeah it's yeah i can't do deep dish anymore not yeah. really i'll occasionally get a detroit style like a jets or something yeah, but I, know, I like jets i still haven't had jets yeah it's good that is good. i'd rather eat detroit style than chicago style I yeah like my kids love it because whenever they go stay at uncle teddy's that's uh, what they order is jets shit, yeah the kids love it good quality yeah it's it's really good for a pizza chain i think it's modeled kind of off buddy's pizza in detroit because that's the original I need to try that. 
It's just whenever I order pizza, though, it's like thin I crust. Just get bare nose because there's no jets by my house. Yeah, or we get like the fast food pizzas, like yeah. Papa John's or something, just because it's cheap. Yeah, jets ain't really cheap. If no. you get the not if you get the real Detroit style there, it it's not it's cheap. It's probably about the same price as like Bear Nose though. If you get the big right. one, it's about thirty bucks. Yeah, that's like a mom of Bear Nose if you yeah, get this equivalency. That's fair. Yeah. Because it'll last you. <laughs> yeah. I well, mean you eat four slices or Pizza King no. Pizza King it's about uh, forty bucks, but you can live that off trip. it. We need to make that trip. I need to. My kids are like Where's where? Pizza King? It's Indiana. up in Indiana. But they have like they you know have they like have home. Giordano's up in uh, Indianapolis, Chicago's. Uh, it's like a Chicago-based. Uh, How long were you there? Uh, Milwaukee. Four nights. I stayed three nights with Austin. So you did a lot then, of fucking eating. Yeah. And then like the last night, I stayed in a hotel because I, I didn't want. After a few days, we start getting on each other's nerves, you know. So I didn't want to just be up in this shit. So. so did uh so was that all the places you ate uh all the like yeah pretty much all the good like the important places that yeah, i important. ate yeah I, like that. I mean i ate at chili's at the airport in chicago on the way back to do some people watching and uh, chili's in the osdf too is a good place oh chili's at any airport will uh yeah that'll get you through if you need a place to sit down have a beer and a burger you want to judge people as they walk by absolutely Oh, yeah, it's great. And after I got done at my table, I went to this little ledge thing where you could sit facing the outside, like where people are walking and stuff. And I just sat there like a judge at his uh, podium with a gavel. It was great. That's awesome. So, but yeah, uh, I did stay at the, was it the Hilton Milwaukee City Center? Yes, they had the little Irish thing you were telling me about. They didn't have an opening for that night. Uh, it was, it was like for the night before and I didn't want to stay two nights with Austin and one night and then go back yeah, like so weird. yeah like okay. I just, I'll be back but I've eaten there oh yeah the County Clare that's what you're talking yeah. about they have they have pretty decent food it's a it's not the best food ever but it's good enough and it's a nice atmosphere and the accommodations do look awful cozy awful cozy like yeah, that's what it's like. People come from around the country to visit that place. Uh, and they, like, hang out a vacancy sign. Of course, they had one hung out, like, that Saturday night, but I'd already booked the Hilton room. Oh, that sucks. And that, dude, that, the building that I stayed in, like, is pretty cool. It's, like, it was a nice building. Uh, obviously, they had some convention with a lot of suit and tie people there. So, of course, once I got to the... Uh, to check in their service completely changed because I was just in a t-shirt and jeans yeah. and had been walking and I was on the bus but whatever I accepted it uh, but it had a nice room but the problem was I saw a bug crawling around not a bed bug I saw a bug crawling around on my sheets and I'm like God, oh, no. no I would have took that attitude right back to him yeah, me too. Ah, fuck it I just got I don't know. I checked the rest of it, and I just I was like, I'm here for like, one night. Y'all down there being uppity towards me. Y'all got fucking shit crawling on my sheets. So why don't you change your uppity attitude? Yo, I've noticed Milwaukee hotels are more expensive than Chicago hotels. Or downtown Milwaukee hotels, that's what I should say. Probably because there aren't as many of them. But the thing is, like, well, the... A lot of people are traveling now, too. So they're probably getting top dollar. 
Yeah. Uh, well, a lot of them are, yeah. But it's like, I guess since Chicago literally has hundreds with just within the loop, mm-hmm. like, you know, it's easy to get one for a little bit less. Um, but, you know, I guess that's just the nature of the beast. The thing is, Milwaukee's not like the biggest tourist destination. Most people who go there are from like Indy, Chicago, and Minneapolis. Maybe like the upper, oh, the upper peninsula of Michigan and like Detroit. A lot of Detroit people go there too, but yeah, it's like. Yeah, because you're in Detroit, yeah, you know, somewhere. Yeah, fucking Detroit. So overall, good trip then. Yeah, it was all right. It wasn't bad, you know. Austin made dinner the first night. He took some sauce. Well, it didn't take it, but he bought some sauce from uh, uh, Sanford. This Romesco sauce. It's a Spanish sauce with, like, pepper. Made from, like, tomatoes, peppers, like, almonds and stuff. It was really good. He made, he braised some chicken in it and made some pasta with it. Your brother can cook that? He's getting, he's starting to learn how to cook pretty good, man. He really is. He cooks a lot at home. Uh, And working at Sanford, he's learning a lot of stuff. I mean, because that's, they're a really good restaurant. I ate there one time, uh, and... When you visited, you ate there, too? Yeah, I didn't didn't eat at Sanford this time around, but I've eaten there before. I ate there, like, a year, year, no, like, two years ago. Uh, And, I mean, it's just, it's really, it's top-notch food. When is he coming here? I like seeing him. Oh, he, uh, well, he's supposed to fly down in September, but, dude, he don't come down. He's supposed to be on the show though at some point. That's cool. Yeah, he, yeah, we will have him call in, or maybe if he's in town, he'll do the show. I don't know, but I'm sure he'll be visiting people too. So, uh, but yeah, yeah. Yeah, There's some shows in September too, so I think that's when the Pixies are playing here. Yeah, he's coming down for I don't know. Him and Dad are doing the fantasy football league draft thing. Oh, they do that? He's yeah. Into, he's into that? Yeah, both Dad and Austin are into that. That's cool. It'd be cooler if they were into the fantasy basketball draft. Oh, the Lakers, goodbye. Yeah, the Lakers. My Lakers. dad might be. Oh, really? You should ask him. Maybe we should do it with a B, because we tried to do it before. I'd love to do fantasy basketball. I destroyed that league. Of course, I got all the picks. Yeah, you, you, yeah. But we'll talk about NBA here in a little bit because there are some people out and people about ready to... We'll save that for the news portion of the program. If I were in the NBA, I would put my dick in everything. Well, the, most the, of them do that. So. No, I would go beyond just everyone. Beyond will to still? I would That's be, impossible. Oh, beyond humans. I'd be banging... Like, uh, there's no way. I don't I'd cut a I hole in a basketball. If you're really a dedicated NBA fucker, you fucked a basketball one time. <laughs> Like, there's not many hours a day. I don't know how he got to that total. I will. I'm sure. Yeah, I'm sure he had a lot of orgies, dude. Like, yeah, that's just, what I'm, I'm sure he had bitches lined up. Just whoop, whoop, whoop. Sorry, I, that's the only way I can say it, people. Uh, not to say, bit, not to call women bitches. I'm just saying, but. Did you do anything fun during our off time? I was just planned that trip to Colorado. That's about so it. So that is happening. I was meant to ask. The twenty third. Did you bring some stuff? Gonna bring back. home some edibles. Shut the fuck up. That's federal, dude. Okay. Oh, over they state. Know, they don't know who I am. State lines. That shit's they're fucking gonna, federal. Be like, 
Yeah, but they're not going to get a slot to He's bringing back three cookies. So this they, is Louisville, Kentucky. We don't have shit to do here. They shot true. Breonna Taylor just for the fuck of it. Find me. Find me. Find me. So Find me holding. So when we were off, I... Uh, Oh, you and Amanda had a date night. We had a date night. I'm not going to go into detail because the gentleman never asks and the lady never tells. But I will tell uh, you. I mean, it was a date night. We all know what happened at the end. We're grown ups. We don't need to go there. So. But we uh, but we did try out a new restaurant that we were excited to try. Well, new to us. Mojitos Tapas. Mojitos. That is a good restaurant. Man, Great I, Cuban I, restaurant. I was impressed. We sat outside. The outside was open. So... We got some drinks. Amanda got some like margarita that was delicious. And I didn't look at the names. I looked at what didn't have sugar in it because everything said sugar. Mm-hmm. So I was like, I want this. And I looked and it was called a Passion Politan. And I was like, oh, oh wow. It was the. Do you stir it with a dick? Pretty much, yeah. Pinky. And it, was, it wasn't good. Uh, it wasn't their fault. It just. It wasn't. It was very vodka strong. Yeah. And, yeah. Uh, yeah. It didn't have sugar in it. I didn't much care for it. But if you like bitter drinks, uh, oh, like uh, oh, what is it? A Manhattan? Yeah. But I did get talk about a bitter old person drink. If you go there, check out the. I got this. Uh, well, we got queso dip, which isn't very like they put chorizo in theirs, but you know it's a common thing. But. Then I was excited. They, put, about they had queso dip at a Cuban restaurant. Yeah, but it was done different. It wasn't like regular queso. It was good, and they put like a little thing of chorizo, just like run through it. That was nice. And then uh, the other appetizer we got, so we got two. Uh, it was like au gratin mushrooms, and it was like three different types of mushrooms mm. on top of au gratin potatoes, covered in cheese, served with a blue dog bread. I went, oh, Blue Dog Bakery? I love that place. Yeah, I heard that lady's a bitch, though. Probably. She also owns Wiltshire Bakery, and it's overpriced. She's like, not she just a little overpriced, but she's so overpriced. And then she had the nerve when she brought her mother in to buy hearing aids for my dad to bitch about the price. She Fucking bitch. Good food, though. She does make good food, but Blue Dog, I don't mind going to, but Wiltshire, that is way overpriced, and... Like, I don't know. We don't really have... Louisville doesn't have a real bakery. North? And it's nah. about as close as it gets, but all they do is bread, donuts, and sugar cookies. Yeah. They make good bread. They make good donuts. I mean, how many types of sugar cookie do you need? Oh, this one looks like a snowman. This one looks like a heart, but they taste exactly yeah, the same. Yeah, step in because we did the sugar cookie thing last week. I remember listening to it. Mm-hmm. We went on, or the last time we were on. I know. I'm just. I was just revisiting for a split second. Chill out. I want to talk about my burger I got there. We'll talk about your burger. It's a Cuban burger. Who goes to a Cuban restaurant and gets a burger? Now, oh, there's some. They, I'm surprised they had beef. Was it a pork burger? Because no, that maybe was, some pork. See, I wasn't gonna get a burger. That's what I thought too. But I was reading that it's a very. It's a Cuban burger. So they use Angus ground beef with with chorizo, with chorizo. In it? Yes, chorizo is mixed into the burger mixture. And then they serve it with a Swiss cheese, some Cuban ham, and like these onion straws that basically turn into like grilled onions. And the bun was fantastic and they good fries too. Mainly got the garlic shrimp and that was that looked pretty good, but uh Next time they have a seafood burger, I gotta try. 
But it was a Cuban burger, though. I didn't just get like. What do you call the Cuban sandwiches? Cubanos. Cubanos. The one yeah. with the pork, hams, yeah. Swiss cheese, it pickles, was, and that garlic mustard. I know what you're thinking, but if you go try the burger and you'll be Pickled like, onions. God damn, that's a good motherfucking burger. I don't even know. I don't think Cubano Rumble even has. I don't think I've seen like a chorizo Angus burger there. No, yeah, it's I, just I, called Cuban burger. Or, or well, it's they called might, I don't, I'm They might get, have it. I'm never going to burger when I go. Oh, yeah, I always get a Cubano or else croquetas. Yeah, and it was. I was thinking Cubano, but I was like, ah, that burger just looked, and it was worth it though. Yeah, you gotta like veer off from a Cubano when you eat Cuban food. Sometimes it's like yeah. because it's so easy to just be like, I'm getting a Cuban sandwich. Yeah, well, that's what because the ham they use is like the kind of ham they use. Uh, the I don't like the on. ham they use. Though. Well, that's what they put on the burger. Oh yeah, and that was that's pretty how good. Cuban restaurants are judged. Just straight off the top, just the Cuban. Well, the that's probably it's kind of yeah. like judging an Italian American restaurant on their spaghetti and meatballs or yeah. clams and white yeah. sauce. I wonder if that's like the, they middle, had the middle ground. There. Like if I test out an Italian restaurant, like you I get usually get. Well, I usually if I get pasta, I do like. Uh, it, I'm tired of spaghetti and meatballs, but I'll do like clams and white sauce. Mm. Uh, it's hard to get a good clam like where we live. Anyway, so that's kind of... I know I make, I can make my own spaghetti and That's right. Danny just said it's hard to get a good clam where we live. It is hard. It's fucking lovely. Oh, yeah. That, that, that part, too. But, dude, they got a seafood burger that's made with, like, all kinds of seafood that I want to try, but... You can't wait to go to the best... I know. Well, not, right. Second the, best. not the best, but yeah, Northeast is the best. But. So we checked out a movie too. We just watched uh, the newest on the HBO. So we feel like doing the theaters. That new Conjuring movie, blue. Yeah, it, it, well, I knew it was gonna blow blow one when the preview finally said it was a Conjuring movie because like it sounded cool. It's like we need to face the fact that the devil is real. I'm like, oh, this might be yeah. interesting. And then it's like, The Conjuring. And I'm like, oh, son of a bitch. I haven't watched any of The Conjuring. I haven't watched it, but, but I was like, I judge a book by cool. its cover when it's a new horror movie. And the Absolutely. Movie, it was just a traditional white people horror movie where they're hanging out with the fucking devil and shit. They're like, we're here understand why we're possessed. And like the black guy and blonde chick no, couple well, die. Well, yeah, no, they get... No black people in this movie. Really? I thought they had to kill a black person. I thought that's the rule. I don't know. If there was a black person in it, it was somebody with a small role. Because was Ken Forey the first black guy to survive a horror movie? I always he wondered. Might, he, he might. He might be. Been, yeah. To actually survive a horror movie, like it live at the end. But I, he survived a couple. He survived the third Texas Chainsaw Massacre. Yeah. Yeah, he didn't survive Halloween. That that he had the best line in that though. Did he survive Devil's Rejects? I need to watch that again. I don't remember. But he had the best lines in Halloween where he's like, hey, if you don't mind, I'd like to drop this load in peace. And then when he kept knocking, he's like, look, man, why don't you take that shit over on the arches before I get done dropping this load? And then when he keeps on, he opens up the fucking thing. He pulls up his pants and he's like, let me introduce myself. I'm Joe Grizzly, bitch! And I'm gonna <laughs> cut that mask right off you. And then Michael Myers fucking kills I wish he would have say. I wish he would have survived that. He was badass in that. I wish my name was Joe Grizzly. It can be. Nobody knows. Schmo Grizzly. 
Uh, but yeah, uh, so what kind of, uh, I don't know, did y'all, uh, oh, I asked about drinks, that's me being stupid. Uh, oh yeah, I didn't tell you, when I was staying at the hotel, yeah, I finally got to watch some cable TVs. I don't have cable. And I realized how awful cable TV is. Yeah. yeah. Just awful. Commercials, shows, everything's a reality show oh, on, yeah. like, the science channels. Uh, but I found a Lethal Weapon marathon. And they ran all four movies at least twice. That's great. Yeah. Yeah, dude. And so I actually got to see most of the fourth one that I didn't like it at first, like the before when I saw it before, but I watched it again. It ain't bad. Okay. Was Jet Li and Chris oh, Rock? Yeah, yeah. Uh, is Jet Li the one with the beads who's like uh, intimidating the uh, the actual Chinatown Godfather who's not? It's been a while since this, but Jet Li is the he's the badass. He's that. the actual triad. Yeah. yeah, because the other guys like. The Chinatown boss, even though he's from Chinatown, he's the American Chinatown boss, and they're telling him, this were Hong Kong, you'd be dead already. This is the same Asian dude that always plays it. Like, he was... Yeah, the old Asian dude. Yeah, he's... He's in a lot of other stuff. Right. Uh, but can I just interrupt by just saying, Jet Li is a bad motherfucker. Yeah, he is. Yeah, he is. Like was, um, whatever you call them, the Odysseys, like the Crouching Tigers. I like how he talks too because it doesn't go with how badass he is. Hero was awesome. Yeah. <laughs> you see him in the Expendables, he was awesome in that. Isn't there gonna be Who's a the other weapon? little? Oh, god damn. I don't know. I thought it was gonna. I thought it was. Danny Glover is old. You know who's coming back? It's supposed to be them. It's supposed to be. Oh, like, they made a new Lethal Weapon show with yeah, those two douchebags. That one that we got. Damon Wayans yeah. and Sean William Scott. Oh, before Sean William Scott, it was the other dude. They got fired. Yeah, the other dude got fired for being an asshole to Damon Wayans. Yeah. Oh, what? Damon Wayans couldn't do the, sh- the schedule that. The other guy wanted to do, and of course, Damon Wayne's had more, I guess, star power. So well, he got fuck a yeah, he comes fire. from a movie family too. I find it odd that after the dude left, that he was willing to shoot all those crazy hours again. So yeah, he just didn't want to work with the guy. Yeah, uh, I heard the dude was like a dick to everybody. Like I heard like the dick like cussed out like people that worked on the set, like just like gophers and stuff. You watch Lethal Weapon. I watch. I will the, not get cussed out by an actor. I watched all actors the, are not real people. I watched all the Beverly Hills Cops. While you were enjoying Lethal Weapon, I was enjoying uh, another shade of the Buddy Cop movie. But before y'all stomp all over my Lethal Weapon, uh, I mean, yeah, y'all just cut me off with that shit too. Jet Li, yes, Jet Li's awesome. All right, go ahead. Well. You know, the struggle of rigs. Rigs, and then, okay, the one that really got me, though, is that psychiatrist who's always trying to, she wants to fuck rigs. Renee Russo? Yeah. No, not Renee Russo. That's the lady who came in on the third. She was a federal agent, and her and rigs were banging. After they showed off their scars to one another. Oh, uh, uh, yeah. That's been a while since I've seen that shit. No, the psychiatrist, the one who's like, he's walking on the edge, the blonde lady. The First one? one? Mm. 
she's in all of them but yeah in the first one she's like he's on the edge like Danny Glover calls her I kind of remember yeah and then like in the third or fourth one like she's like we definitely need to talk and and like Riggs is like look I know you want to get with me but you need to find somebody but you're definitely not going to find somebody in this department (laughs) just called her out that's great. That was my shoot quote of the movie, but... Uh, oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Well, Lady that's had bad uh, plastic surgery. Her eyes always look fucked up. Who? Mary Ellen Trainor. Dr. Stephanie... Uh, Crazy bitch. Yes, Dr. Stephanie Woods. Oh. Uh, Joe Pesci is a little much of those babies. Yeah, but it's nice to see him do another role. Yeah. I don't like him in that. I I love Joe Pesci, but he, it's too much. It's not even him, it's just that character. Yeah. Well, he plays like some L.A. hustler who's a douchebag. Yeah. He did an okay job with it. I think you were supposed to hate him. Yeah. Oh, yeah, you know that's two floors up. It's not even the guy above me. I think that dude's fucking trying to pawn it off on a dude. No, but no, fucking, uh, no, it's, it's the ones, because he lives by himself. The chicks that are stomping around are, like, two floors up. Uh, yeah, he's, I don't know, he's, I don't think, I don't think he has the balls to go say something to him. What would you do? Slap he would slap a bitch. Hey, sometimes you got to. Well, it's not a... Hold on. Danny doesn't hit a woman, even when there's an excuse to. I don't. I was told that... What about a woman... What if a woman had your... Now, and I'm speaking... Like, a woman had my brother killed. Would you look less on me for fucking punching her no, in the face? Well, no. What anybody else does is be a fucking dude you, dude. That's why you want to go see Afro Man. Oh, because white chicks being with black dudes no oh. because he smacked a woman oh that chick that cut up on stage black like, guys are allowed to smack women he and get is. away with it come on we come on there's don't go against the narrative okay that's okay women will accept that from a Since black then, dude though he has had therapy and an apology oh, for yeah they all say that what do you okay. mean they all people why you, gotta make it, why you gotta make it racial? Yeah. I'm not the one because uh, it's like we any, need ratings. That's why we like need ratings actor, really bad. Actors in general are musicians. I hear, I went to therapy and I see the error in my ways. Please like me again. Are yeah. Oh, I'll do it. Even they're the biggest piece of shit human beings. People, people like redemption stories for some fucking reason. Yeah, because we're suckers. We're suckers. People don't change. People. That's what's so great. People about change. God. No, dude. These fucking cocksuckers. They do it like fucking bowling balls. I, I like shit. picture like people just doing somersaults and shit. It's just like, oh. Sounds like fucking bowling balls. Is it okay now to talk about Beverly Hills Cop? Jesus Christ. Are we still talking lethal weapon? Yeah, do you think we should? I think I should go through. Let's go. I'll make a visit. Bring the laptop. Let's go. I, I'm counting the nipples down before you go knock on that door. Come on, you know what's wrong. That's the same problem I do. Showtime. Every time it's showtime, dude. I get diamond cutters. It's cold, dude. It's cold in here. Here, touch him. Touch him. No, I don't want to. No, touch I'm just, him. it's not about that, but, no, you know, before I'm, showtime. No, I don't want to touch him. So, Beverly Hills Cop, they're all good. Three wasn't. <laughs> Terrible, I guess, but uh, it was more of an action, maybe. What are we going to talk about? That's all I got. 
Gil Hill, the police chief in that, has covered up the murder of a 12-year-old boy in Detroit. And uh, white boy Rick knew about it. That's part of why they kept him in prison so long. Him and uh, Mayor uh, the, the Colin, uh, the fucking, uh, the communist who was running Detroit for 40 years. The Detroit police chief that's in... Beverly Hills Cop was the real the Detroit like, police chief. Yeah, the one was like, don't think it makes my dick itch. Yeah, he was, he was the real uh, police chief of Detroit. Like he just, they just happened to pick him because they thought he looked. It's kind of how they picked Arlie Ermy for a Full Metal Jacket. Aside from his whatever involvement in that, he he did a pretty good job. Oh, he was great in Beverly Hills Cops. He was great in all those, uh, in all the movies. Did you say he was in four? There is no four. No, just three. Oh, three. When he goes to the amusement park. Yeah, that's why the plot is set up because they kill him. And so Axel goes, and it's weird because I've never seen three. Well, Tiger is retired. What really happened was the actor that was Tanker fucking eating provolone and shit. Tiger and the guy that played Bogomel were gonna be in it, but they were fucking the studio was fucking around so long that they had other contracts for other movies, so they couldn't do it. So they put John Reinhold, Judge Reinhold, and John Reinhold, Judge Reinhold, and like another guy. And then, um, fucking, uh, Serge comes back. Remember Balky? Yeah. Yeah, yeah, Serge. Yeah, now he sells weapons. It's like, Ahmed Foley! He's like, oh, Ahmed. Is it any good? I mean, of course it's not good, but is it passable for Beverly Hills? It's not a good Beverly Hills cop movie, but it's like, if you watch the other two, and if you just haven't seen it, I haven't seen it. I might watch it. It's on HBO. It, it's one of those, like, oh, it's not horrible. I also watched Predator 2. Predator 2 was awful. But uh, Beverly Hills Cop 3 was more watchable. It was, like, kind of a cool story. I mean, it was what it was. It was, like, a stripped-down Beverly Hills Cop without all the... Yeah. And Axel didn't want to be... Eddie Murphy didn't want to be funny in it, too, because he thought that uh, That's all Axel Foley cool. would grown up and stuff. But there's still like a couple funny yeah, things. Yeah, but dudes don't grow up like that from the kind of immaturity he had. That's the kind of immaturity grown men keep. Yep. Like, we still laugh at farts and stuff. Yeah. You know? Axel Far- Foley. Fartley. <laughs> Axel Farley. That's a parody, parody movie, Income. Mr. Chris Farley is. <laughs> oh, shit. Have a like, dad motherfucker? Yes. But, uh. Yes. Judge Reinhold, you know, I've been wanting to talk about him for a long time. So we need to have a time where we talk about Judge Reinhold. Hey, you movies. know, I tried to find uh, I tried to find his contact. I, I wanted him to be on the show, but I couldn't find any contacts on him. He needs to work. Him. He needs to make money. Yes, he does. Yeah, but he probably doesn't have any... I was uh, quoting uh, Fast Times. Oh. <laughs> he probably doesn't have Wi-Fi or anything to even be on social no, media. He was a, no, he was a... What was that movie he was in where he played as an, an 80s, like, business exec? I don't remember what... But he was just... Jingle all the way. He's been in a lot of shit. It's like the beginning of the movie is him, like, getting ready for work and then going to, like, downtown, oh. like, Madison Avenue, like, Manhattan, or Wall Street, I mean, and oh. fucking... It's been... I think he's oh, kind of steady work, but... Uh, Is that B8? Uh, hey, uh, you know what? Let's take a break. 
And we'll be back with BA. Yes, because it's getting to be that time. Apparently he texted me saying, this is my number, guys. Ready anytime. Okay, so we don't want to keep him waiting too long. We will see you all in a minute. What's up, homies? We're back. We are back. Uh, Danny had to leave because, you know, and I feel him because I live by myself too, but he had a home-cooked meal coming to him uh, with some family, so. I feel it. Yeah, I feel it too. Uh, you have a family, though. See, yeah, but I still have like a home cut man. I don't have a family. But we're like a family, like with two working parents. So home cut meals are very, very rare. Well, that's why you use Home Chef. What now? We canceled oh, it's, it or whatever. Yeah, why? Because it's they sent you some bullshit produce. They raised the price, like. Oh, after the first one or two. Yeah. Yeah, that's how they get you. And since it's a subscription. Yeah, when they when uh, Hello Fresh was Home Chef, like they were actually set up to where you couldn't break the subscription, so I had to like cancel my card and get a new one. <laughs> well, are we ready to call this legend, legendary legend. Yes. All right. Let's call him up. Hey, B.A.? Yeah, that's good. What's up, man? This is Donnie. And Sean. Well, welcome to Partners and Pals. Thanks for having me on, man. Hey, thank you for being here. This is a this is a big thrill for us. We've been fans for uh, a, a few decades. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> well, that's the way it works out if you don't set better goals in life. <laughs> <laughs> we actually, uh, I don't know if you remember, but... Both of our old bands played with you at some point. It was uh, the second to last time you guys were in uh, Louisville, but it was a long time ago, like in 04 or something. Yeah. He, uh, oh, okay. So it was over at Manhattan, maybe? Uh, the Keswick Democratic Club. The kind of, it was a hall with a little beer thing. Yeah, yeah, yeah I remember that. Yeah, yeah. Yes. Oh, yeah, yeah. Okay, you were there for that when Big Drew was knocking out chicks and all that. He went to prison. He's on gangland for beating up a little... I mean, he joined the Nazis and, you know, beat up, uh, committed a hate crime and went to prison for it, but... Yeah. We, uh, I actually played with you guys up in Indy, too. I was in the Sickies, and, uh... Oh, okay. Yeah, we only played... Yeah, my band only played with you all... Yeah, I think was, we were the band playing when you all got arrived, though. Like, yeah, he was in Anson and Argument, and uh, they played. They, I think they opened that night at Keswick. But yeah, so it's yeah, it's been a while. It's been a while. Mm-hmm. <laughs> yeah, well, we, um, yeah, we, we used to be out of the Oh shit! Oh, oh. Fucking cicada got in here. Finally, we're gonna be able to get out and play some gigs again. I know. I'm excited for that. I'm sorry. Sean just got attacked by a cicada. They're really bad down here right now, and he, he I didn't know what it the hell was happening. It snuck in on the back of my shirt. <laughs> <laughs> I hate those things. I know. That just the cicadas are fucking with our interview, dude. You got it? Now I do. Oh, he just brutally Chuck Norris murdered it. But yeah, so you guys are gonna be playing uh, in indie. Are you guys going anywhere else yet, or is that just? Yeah, I've never uh, heard of piecemeal uh, putting back together the name 
that's all going to be around Halloween weekend. Uh, I think it's uh, Detroit, Chicago, Indy, Green Bay, and another gig up in Wisconsin, too. Milwaukee, by any chance? Um, it's at a venue called uh, X-Ray Arcade. It's just kind of I don't know if that's Milwaukee or Madison. Right. It's, it sounds like a suburb of one of the bigger cities. That's cool, yeah. So so no Louisville plans yet, then, huh? Well, not yet, but, um, you know, I, I said we're, um, we're adding things. Um, you know, we've always had, uh, yeah, maybe something in uh, Newport at some point. Or oh, that'd be cool. Which wouldn't be a huge trek. Oh, yeah, that's a... Uh, the last time you guys came through Louisville was with the queers, and I was actually leaving to go on vacation that night. Oh, man, that was a hell of a show. Oh, I bet it was. I, I mean, those are like two of my favorite bands. I really wish I would have made it. Was that when they played with Dead City Rejects? No, it's Vice Tricks. Or Vi- oh, so that's... Oh, I didn't even know you guys came through that time. Yeah, it was them and the queers. Was it off with their heads? I heard somebody else really good played that So they've been here three times then. Uh, yeah. Because I've seen them here twice. But... Yeah, I know there was Uncle Pleasant. Yeah. Yeah, I remember that show. Yeah, I remember that. We had to rush from work. Oh, really? Yeah, we. Yeah. <laughs> me and Sean were actually working together at a restaurant the night of that show, and we had to half-ass our clothes so we could get there in time to see y'all set. Mm-hmm. But got, we made it. And we got cussed out by the chef the next day. Yep. <laughs> <laughs> it was worth it. So. So for people that, I guess, like bad music and don't know that much about y'all, can you just lay out a little a little history for those that aren't familiar? Well, um, I guess the thing that uh, is probably most important to uh, stress about the band is we weren't uh, guys who came together looking to form a band. We were just friends who got loaded at a party one night and picked up instruments. So, uh, that's awesome. That, uh, uh, that's kind of defined the way the band has evolved ever since. You know, it's just uh, another thing we do together, you know? If we uh, hadn't uh, had access to guitars that night, we might be uh, DJs or something at this point. <laughs> <laughs> right. But, uh, in the early 80s and um, we kicked around the state of Indiana and the Midwest for probably three or four years before we uh, started releasing records. Uh, uh, our first uh, seven inch was released in 1987 and then the, the Destroyed album came out in 89. Fucking classic. Yeah, very classic. I... Well, it's, uh, it's definitely had staying power but um one thing I always said is part of the reason for that is that we uh, let the band kind of gestate for a while before that record was released because if we put out an album with our first 15 songs on it it would have been a piece of shit (laughs) so uh, we were able to pick and choose by the time we got around to recording Destroyed 
I've noticed you guys do take your times with each album, and it but it produces great albums yeah. instead of hashing them out one after another real quick. You know, it's like there's never a loser song on that on any album. Yeah, it's pretty much all the way through good. Well, cool. I, I, I'm glad you guys think that way. We've tried to make that our um, policy or uh, plan of attack, you know, just not to rush out an album every time we write a song because after two or three weeks, the band doesn't even like it. So why is anybody else going to do it? But... Um, So there, but there is a chance that there could be a new sloppy album in the next few years, though. split up like that now. cereal box guitars does he have? Before you guys uh, played uh, the night that we all uh, that we played with you all in 04, uh, he was the only member I really got to talk to. But I asked him about it, and he, I don't remember what he said, but he did kind of explain how he put it together and how he filled the box to keep it from feeding back. And I don't know, it was really cool uh, how he explained it, and he was real cordial about it. But uh, hell of a guitar player. In fact, the whole band's always been like good players. Yeah. Yeah, we were just talking about your uh, in the lyrics. Yeah, your lyric ability uh, before we called you. Just, just always fun, man. That's what yeah, Very you guys. Very clever So so much fun, like your lyrics and everything. Like even your angry songs are fun. <laughs> well, that's cool. I mean, because 
Actually, you hold a tune pretty well. I've I've always liked your voice, but yes, I do Same enjoy your lyrics too. But that's a uh, that's awesome. So you you're I'm sorry I cut I think I, I think we cut you off when you were telling us about oh yes yeah, so that was me. Where was it? Where where were we in the history of? <laughs> I think it was like when you guys put out put out destroyed. So you guys were, this guy was helping promote you guys with your stolen CDs.
I think like whenever I've seen you guys, like just the four of you are just great together. You can tell that you guys enjoy playing together, and I I, met, I haven't seen you guys I think since uh, shoot. It, I think I saw you guys at like a New Year's show after that show that we played with you all in Louisville. But uh, so it's been a while. I know there was one year, and I think it was that year that uh, y'all were doing. It was I think that was the only sloppy New Year I made it to. And it was a blast too. And I remember uh, you guys had the champagne, and I was just kind of being an idiot. And I looked at Steve and was like, "Hey, I'll take it." And he poured the whole bottle pretty much down my throat, and it was great. It was. Uh, I even got my big ass on the trampolines with some of my other friends from Louisville. Man, it was a. Any chance on a sloppy New Year happening again, or? flight and all that stuff oh, yeah. not to mention just being on the road yeah so I was wondering kind of within the history of things now if my memory serves me right I saw a sloppy 7 inch with a live section with Bobby Steele from the undead playing with you guys am I right I've talked with Bobby, and he had a lot of th good things to say about you guys. Uh, but anyway, so while he was in town, 
we just thought, well, hey, this is an opportunity. So we went in and uh, recorded uh, War Eagles there with him on guitar. And he liked the idea because you, you guys have probably heard this. Uh, uh, at the time, the only version of that that was available was uh, on Legacy and Brutality. And that was just Glenn Danzig. He in and wiped off all his guitar tracks. Yeah. Overdubbed, uh, the guitar himself. Bobby was kind of pissed off about that and was finally glad to have his own guitar playing on a version of that song. That's awesome. Yeah, I have that I have that seven inch, the split with the vindictives. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, that's a yeah, that was one I just happened to find. Wasn't looking for it, popped in my hands and it was awesome. Well, I, I enjoy it. I like that 7-inch. And I like the Vendictives, too. I just thought it was cool that you guys oh, yeah. did something together. That sounds great. Ours is kind of muddy and uneventful. <laughs> I, I, I was really glad we re-recorded it. Yeah, I don't... What, what's the re-recorded one on? Uh, <coughs> probably on... Because uh, I have... I, I went out and got a bunch of... Uh, Colored vinyl that I found of you all. Because the the split, ours is isn't ours one on lesbian loving? Yeah, that's right. No, oh, that's right, that's right. I'm thinking of yeah. yeah I don't know why I thought that was the split. That's right. My bad. I totally forgot that you put that out. Uh, Yeah, I remember that now because I found that too, but that one wound up getting stolen from me. Oh, uh, okay. So that's, yeah, I got mixed up. Why don't lesbians love me on that single? Sounds really crappy, I think. But uh, I, I think it's it was just uh, um, a bad mix. And plus, it was a fairly new song at the time. By the time we uh, actually recorded her from the album, for the album version, we'd been playing it for a couple of years. Right. What, speaking of that song, because this kind of deals with that, how do you guys, how does like a band like Sloppy exist in this world that where everything is canceled now? Uh, is it just, y'all just keep trucking and. I mean, I take it that way, but... When Leonard 
got all that shit a couple of years ago at that festival uh, for the Dickies. Oh, I, yeah. But that was really uncalled for because, you know, the Dickies haven't changed their act in 40 years. Everybody right. knows exactly what to expect from the Dickies. And if you're suddenly going to be offended, well, you know, that's what the door's for. Leave. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, that's what... Well, some people just, you know, enjoy being offended. It gives them something to do. Right. They don't really have anything else. I mean, I thought it was weird when uh, No Effects made those comments at that punk rock bowling. It's like, yeah, that was in bad taste, but they've been saying shit like that forever. Like, why are they all of a sudden... Oh, yeah, yeah, exactly. What did he say? Uh, They were doing an outdoor thing. He's like, I guess... Only country fans get shot in mass shootings or something, and not punk fans. Yeah. Yeah. Oh, where Mandalay Bay happened? Yeah. It was in the same. Yeah. And so yeah, it was definitely a bad taste. But when I heard it, I'm like, that sounds like something they would say. <laughs> like, yeah. And yeah, and they actually ended up uh, bowing out of uh, punk rock bowling Michigan because of that. Yeah, I saw that. Yeah, I mean, I'm sure there'll be another band playing. Yeah. I, yeah, you know, I mean, it's, I mean, I'm always taking you guys to just being like. I, I hope that that's not going to permeate. Yeah. Punk rock at, to the extent that it is math culture, but the I don't know the way I look at it is if you like our band to begin with, you kind of want to be a fashion. Right. <laughs> I mean, you guys are just, like, always just come off as, like, fun with, like, yeah, I mean, everything's just fun. I mean, I, I don't see anything, like, hateful in it, so, but I just know how people are. I worry about the bands I like <laughs> getting the, yeah, because, I mean, because, like you said, the like you mentioned the Dickies thing, too. That was kind of ridiculous. Like, what happened with that? Ne- I never heard about the Dickies. What did they do? They uh, just made some, like, sexual comments on stage. Same shit they've always done, and people are like, it was at Warped Tour, so they're like... Uh, didn't some girl get offended by the dick puppet? Was yes, that, that, yeah, it was something like that, too. Well, yeah, and then uh, she started uh, waving a sign about them or something, and then so Leonard goes off on her from the stage. <sighs> That's awesome. Man. La 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 Man. Yeah, uh well I, I hope you guys don't have any trouble out there. I'm sure you won't. People know you by now, so Well, you know, I mean I don't think our tickets are priced out outrageously, but I mean if you Find us defensive. Why would you spend the money just to come to the show and hate us? <laughs> yeah. Yeah, that's the. Because oh. they need to rally up, man. <laughs> I, I, I can see where. Yeah, it seems like most of these incidents occur at festivals. Right. And maybe there's a lot of bands that walk on eggshells now, you know, because they're. 
for that how is punk rock bowling is it is it as cool as it seems Seconds pool party sounds like a party I want to go to. It sounds like natural, uh, very natural. Yeah, but we uh, hit all the notes from what 
I've read. People had a great time at that one. Hey, I have a pool. Can I hire you guys to come play a? Oh, hey, it's above it's above ground, but you know it's Kentucky, so it's supposed to be. But yeah. I don't know how well I do on the deck, unfortunately. We'll pull it up to his deck. You can just yeah. I have a hard time getting into the getting in there too. It's not pulled up to the thing. It's we'll move it. I get nervous. <laughs> so you guys have played a lot of, or several of these festivals with a lot of great bands and it leads me to ask uh and i was kind of also wondering with tv shows since you all are a team fans obviously but uh i wanted to ask like who, who were your all's biggest influences uh you know musically and you know any other any other possible oh, okay yeah that's cool Okay. Cheap Trick, though, man, they are like one of the best, like, American treasures of all time, just my opinion. Oh, yeah, for sure. It's, yeah, I mean, I, it's, it's hard to find a weak track on those first three or four albums. Oh, yeah. It's, I love In Color, and the first album I like, too, but the, the highlight of that is uh, He's a Whore. It's the best, oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. best song hey, on that. On no. Oh, check that out. It's up on YouTube. I will check that out. It's a hard edge. It's like the band isn't real crazy about In Color because of how it was sweetened up by the yeah. producer after they laid down the track. This is like In Color played live in the studio raw. Oh, shit. All right. I will check that out. Definitely. Oh, it's fantastic. Oh, I bet. So, okay. So after. Johnny Thunders and the Heartbreakers. They are amazing. Yeah, so One of my favorite bands ever. Just died last year. 
and his songs were always my favorite Heartbreaker songs. They were too. One Track Mind. Yeah, he was a better singer, better guitar player. He was like the other Thunders who could sing and write better songs. <laughs> well, he, he was a smart guy too. I, I didn't know how much you guys know about him, but I mean, he was he was a bright guy, really educated, avid reader. The one guy who didn't get hooked on smack in the band, I think. Well, no, he did. He did for a long time, but uh, really, but actually. Uh, I guess the stockbroker by day in the 90s and still uh, making the rounds doing junk at night. So, uh, but he cleaned up his act, uh, I guess. I, I, see, I just read his book. So uh, I should know this stuff. I thought it was the late 90s. He, he finally kicked heroin for good. And uh, Tov. reconnected with his son. And so, uh, he, uh, he lived out his last years pretty well, I think. Shit, rest in peace, Walter. Oh, yeah, man, I, I, I love Walter Lewis' songwriting. I, really good, uh, just had great instincts for writing catchy rock and roll songs. Uh, Too Much Junkie Business, he did oh, that. Yeah, that one, well, early on, you know, before we got into the songwriting group, we would, you know, we are just like any punk band, we mostly played covers on stage. And the first time we ever played, we did like 16 songs. It was like one original, 15 covers, and two of them were uh, Get Off the Phone and One Track Mind. Yeah. Uh, one of my so previous fans did. That's how big an influence the Heartbreakers were on us. You know, Love the Dickies. Um, uh, a band that I think, I think were influenced more by their... Uh, style and attitude than their music was probably Red Cross. Early on, uh, they were pretty much a straight-ahead punk band. and uh, I like their early stuff quite a bit. Now, they turned into a really good power pop band eventually, but uh, the McDonald's really had a cool appreciation for a lot of that kind of trash culture that we like too so that that, that was another band that uh, we felt connection with early on uh, since you guys were uh, Thunders fans did since the since I mean Thunders I mean Heartbreakers fans and uh, since they and uh, previously the New York Dolls were like the Rolling Stones of punk rock how did you all feel about the Stones attitude or music or just curious Hell yeah. Like I say, I mean, we listened to a lot of classic rock and roll before we really got into punk, even when we were, you know, in our early teens, 12, 13 years old. So, you know, classic period stones, I love, you know, I, I on Main Street's probably my top five albums of all time. So oh, yeah. is that your favorite Stones record? I was hoping you could break the... Me and Sean are always arguing over the best Stones record. It has become my favorite. I didn't, I didn't appreciate it when I first got into the Stones. You know, I, it doesn't hit you at first. I was excited every time they put out a new album. And those were not particularly good albums. Like, I was thrilled when Emotional Residue came out, you know, and I was like... <laughs> Yeah, she's so cold and uh, um, the Keith song. Eventually, I kind of settled into, you know, the big four, you know, uh, 
bank or let it bleed sticky fingers to exile. Yeah, I'm a let it bleed. Still, st I put sticky fingers next to let it bleed. Uh, but Let It Bleed's my favorite, and like you said with Exile, Exile took a long time to grow on me. Uh, I was fortunate enough to grow up on all my dad's records, uh, so I wasn't born till 83, but, uh, yeah, Exile took a long time to grow on me. Uh, but, yeah, I think it's a great album, and it's definitely one of my favorites, uh, along with, uh, Aftermath and, uh, uh, December's Children and, uh, Let It Bleed, Sticky Fingers. Probably uh, tell me and it's all over. Yeah. Uh, but uh, some of the deep cuts I just love, like, uh, figuring out the song. Oh, I was about to say that. You're my new favorite person, B.A. <laughs> Miss, Miss Amanda Jones, all that stuff. Dude. All right. All right, cool. <laughs> Sorry, I just got excited when you said singer, not the song. Nobody mentions that song. Oh, man, it's such a cool song. Uh, I think they really hit a groove there when they were learning how to write poppy songs. Yeah. Uh, uh, some of that stuff, it, you know, there are, uh, there's some other songs from those albums, too, that, uh, you know, I mentioned Connection, you know, I mean, that, that's yeah, great. That's, Between the buttons. Yeah, yeah. Five five five. Yeah, there, there's a lot of good stuff on those records. Uh, there's there's good songs on Flowers. Take it or leave it. It's really good. Jeez, what's the other really bouncing? Yeah, you know, whatever. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah, seriously. <laughs> I've got a friend, uh, uh, whenever we uh, get loaded, listen to music and everything, we always come to this. I always say, if I had to tell someone from the planet Mars what rock and roll is all about, I'd drop the needle on rocks off. <laughs> yeah, there you go. Yeah, but uh, the first track on Exile. It really doesn't. Uh, yeah, uh, I think they. I think like now that I understand Exile, there was a real good flow from Beggar's Banquet to Let It Bleed to Sticky Fingers to Exile, and uh, I don't know. Just to, I don't know. Once Mick Taylor really started to get, in, uh, you know, kind of molding into the band, uh, you know. keyboard work on uh, Heartbreaker. I didn't like Goat's Head Soup that much, but I liked Heartbreaker, Star Star, and, uh, well, Angie's, like, the only other, and I'm sick of Angie, but, you know, it's a great song. 
But I did like the one after that. It's only rock and roll. I thought that was a lot better. Like, it wasn't the greatest ever, but it was a lot. I thought it was, you know, a step in a better direction. I don't know. They kind of sounded like the Stones again. Yeah. Um, That's just me. This, what's cool about the Stones is, like, you know, at this point, I've been seriously listening to them for 45 years, probably, and you never get to the bottom of their catalog. Just last year was the first time I seriously gave a listen. Actually, it's on uh, it's only rock and roll. Uh, if you really want to be my friend, uh, the first time I really gave that song a chance, and man, it's amazing. Yeah, I like that. I also liked Luxury a lot. Uh, oh yeah, that's a great reggae tune, sure. I mean, that's a yeah, solid deep cut. Uh, um, yeah, excellent band. I think the last great album they did was Tattoo You. What happened? Oh, is it what I just said? Yeah, so, yeah. Oh, shit, yeah, my man. I have a, uh, I have a indie question. I mean, you, you're from, you, you still live in indie, right? Yes. So they, uh, so Sean here has been wanting me to go up there to try this deli, Shapiro's. You know anything about it? I do indeed. Yeah. What? Is it worth the trip? It's very good. Uh, awesome. If you want, uh, honest to God, uh, Jewish deli contestant, yes. you can't beat their corned beef. It's really good. Awesome. Great corned beef, great pastrami, great brisket. Oh, yeah, okay. my family's so, Jewish, so. It, it, it ain't cheap, I mean. Oh, that's fine. I'm, I'm. And I wanted to ask you too. If we make the trip, uh, you mentioned. I, I know you guys. Uh, you might be the guy for me to ask this. What are, what's some good record shops or comic book shops up there that I might want to check out? Because I don't. I've only been up there to see you guys, which means I'm. I'm I was usually drunk, so I didn't get a chance to check out the city. Okay. Um, there are a couple uh, karma stores on uh, either side of the city that have some pretty good stuff. There's one out on the west side at, uh, I think, 38th Street. It's, well, actually, I need to think about this. Yeah, it's on 38th. It's right out by uh, uh, 465 on the west side. Um, and then there's another karma on the east side at uh, East Washington and Franklin Road, I think. And uh, these are like the old karma records? Yeah, I mean, they've got a lot of good used stuff. That's uh, awesome. It's definitely worth looking through their used discount bin because you can find some really cool out of print stuff. That's cool. Yeah, we used yeah. to have some Karma records in Louisville, but yeah. not for a long time. I'm putting this stuff. I'm keeping notes of this. <laughs> <laughs> um, comic book 
Kurzschaps, there's ingots and good deals on comics Oh, is there a half price books up there? We've got like four of them, I think. Oh man, we have two here, and yeah, that's my source for usually records and comics. <laughs> yeah, um, well, that'd be another place to look for records too. I mean, the half price books and used records are going to be kind of pricey, but uh, um, yeah, <laughs> yeah, there's half, there's one half price books down on the south side and there's two on the north side. I came across some treasures in half price books though. Like, I yeah. I found like, as far as records go, I found like, I, I think it might be an original pressing of the old Flex Your Head Discord comp and uh, Joe Queer's uh, thing that he put out, the more bounce to your ounce, I found that and uh, oh, cool. Old Oblivion's record. Uh, yeah. Yeah, I can, yeah, that place is definitely uh Definitely worth a trip. That's awesome that you guys have four up there. That's where we're going when we go to Shapiro. So hell yeah. That's fine. I'll spend all my money if there's four. <laughs> three, I'll spend the majority of my money. Um, there's a comic book shop right couple blocks from where I live in the Fountain Square area that's called the Hero House. Okay. And Wait, I've heard about that. I've heard about that place. Is it like out of... I might be thinking of something else. Is it like ran out of somebody's house or am I thinking of something else? I'm probably thinking... Uh, this is an actual storefront. Uh, oh, okay. I live in the Fountain Square area, which is kind of a... Uh, it's a little bit Become a cultural center lately. Late, late. The last 10 or 15 years, a lot of music venues and bars and restaurants have sprung up around there. And the Hero House has right on Prospect Street there, right in the heart of it. Okay. Well, that's cool. So that's a pretty decent place to go to. That is cool. Yeah, I'll have to. Uh, oh, you know, before we cut it shorter, or before, before our time is up, I mean, but uh, I did want to give you a shout out for. Uh, in the song Mighty Heroes, you talk about the original Walking Tall movie, and I hadn't seen the original until like two months ago. And uh, yeah, you were totally right. <laughs> I felt like I had to share that with you. Oh, Buford Yeah, like when we lived together, we, uh, me and Shawnee used to have an apartment. We used to watch The Rock Walking Tall, and I was like, oh, this is all right. But this, but the original is so amazing. Oh, yeah. Yeah. <laughs> oh yeah, you gotta see it. You'll love it. Movies of that time, you know. I mean, and that's kind of what the whole song was about. It's just like you, you don't see heroes like that on stage anymore, or on the screen anymore. No. Uh, and you know, I mean, it's like, and it really infuriates me when all these classic movies that I saw to drive in as a kid get remade with big budgets you know like The Longest Yard why would anybody <laughs> ever try to remake The Longest Yard yeah the only good thing about that is that it kind of helped Joey Diaz's career that's the only thing I like about it he got some help out of it he's a funny guy but I don't like his I like the original the funniest thing I thought was how the wide receiver towered over the quarterback <laughs> yeah 
Yeah, there's. What, what do you think of like the uh, of the comic movies and shit that? that you I think some of them are really cool. I, you know, I, I like the Aven- the Avengers series pretty well. Um, yes. When uh, Netflix was doing all those Marvel series, oh, man, that was some great stuff. Jessica Jones, and Daredevil, those were wonderful. I, I like Daredevil a lot, but The Punisher was just that was my favorite because that dude that played him I feel like he was the Punisher he had a great hand yeah he, uh, that was the guy from The Walking Dead right? yeah uh, John yeah. Bur- Berthal I think Berthal yeah, Berthal. yeah, yeah. miss those. I hope they wind up bringing those back. I, I, I'm hoping since they said they're going to let Dare, Deadpool keep his R rating that maybe they'll pull some of these shows back out. I watched the first couple episodes and didn't get it and then I read the comic that was based on and now I need to go back and watch it. Yes. Yeah. But yeah, I can't. They're hard to find now. Well, yeah, they're expensive. Yeah. Sometimes you can get a good deal on those trades, but the um, problem is, um, if you buy those big, what do they call the essentials? It's all black and white. You know, you don't get the color. Yeah, I know. I usually try to the the thing that I've been looking for that I like as far as the old ones. I love the old Jack Kirby, Stan Lee, Fantastic Fours. Those are. Oh, TV shows were you guys into? You guys were obviously into the A-Team, and that's kind of what got me into the A-Team, but I kind of grew <laughs> up watching a lot of older shows like Nick at Night and stuff, well, so... I, think, uh, I never really watched that show, but the, the reason that I did was because I was a huge fan of the Avengers, and I was a huge fan of the Avengers, and I was a huge fan of the Avengers, and I was a huge fan of the Avengers, and I was a huge fan of the Avengers, and I was a huge fan of the Avengers, and
Charles Manson lunges at the judge. Yes. I remember. I've seen bits and pieces of that. Oh, yeah. Steve Railsback did a great portrayal of Manson in that show. Yeah, people try to cut it up now and put it on YouTube and act like it's a real part of a Charles Manson trial. <laughs> well, he did that. Oh, he really did do that? I thought that was just exaggerated. Yeah, uh, well, you know a lot more than I do, but I did check out, like, God, I hate, uh, 
It, it was that Rob Zombie's Charles Manson documentary, and then I watched like some stuff about the Manson girls. But there was some stuff in that documentary that hadn't been mentioned in previous documentaries. Uh, like they went into more detail about uh, you know the like the shooting of the Black Panther and what why that happened and uh, their relationship with that motorcycle gang like the Straight Satans and the way uh, how they could have possibly not been prosecuted had old girl kept her mouth shut. Uh, fuck, I forgot which girl, but uh, yeah. Yeah, I mean, he was a man of the institution, pretty much. He was locked up since he was nine. Uh, yeah, I mean, well, then they let him out in uh, Berkeley in 68. Before he formed the family, he begged him not to release him. Yeah, he asked if he could stay because he, he was used to it there. He was, yeah, it's institutionalized here. I mean, 100%. Um, so. Yeah, I'm, I'm the same way with the Zodiac Killer. I don't feel I'm overly obsessed but I, I have I have read a lot of books <laughs> and yeah I've, I don't know I've been pretty obsessed with like mobster history and stuff what's that oh there we go hell yeah but there, it is fascinating like yeah. the more morbid and I don't know like yeah I've I've always been into stuff like Charles Manson, uh, the Zodiac, and uh, other serial killers. But I've also been into like uh, like mafia history, organized crime history, and also like government strings being attached to that. Oh yeah, yeah. Uh, but Yeah, I, I feel that. Yeah. Well, uh, yeah. Well, I. No, I think that is good, man. I really thank you for being with us. Keep in touch, and uh, if if we make it up to Shapiro's and you guys aren't on tour, we'll send you a message. If you guys want to go get some uh, pastrami, yeah, I'll cover you on a sandwich, Doctor <laughs> Browns and stuff. You're asking for it, man. <laughs> <laughs> Thanks, Doctor Brown. Yeah, we'll go all out, get some lockies, get some matzo ball soup, the whole shebang. I definitely gotta get some Doc Browns up there. I love that stuff. Yeah. All right, man. Well, yeah, thank you again, and uh, yeah, when the tour dates are announced, we'll we'll get back in touch with you. Okay, sounds fantastic. Thanks a lot, guys. Awesome. Hey, thank thank you. you. Thank you.
That was a hell of an interview. B.A. Sloppy. Take a minute. We're going to take a minute. I need to take a minute. That was great. Let's take a break. That was quite an experience, and it was awesome. The man knows a lot about the stones. The man knows a lot about comics, too. I feel like we could have talked to him. He's a renaissance man. We could have talked about stones all night. Yes, we could have. All right. We'll be right back. What's up, homies? We back. Hey, hey. That was a hell of an interview. That was great, man. B.A. is fun. Yeah, he's uh, into a lot of cool stuff, just like us. Yeah, I feel like with uh, the Stones and comics, we could have just did an episode. We could do like a two-parter on that alone. Yeah. Uh, Man, that was a good interview, man. And I like, uh, it made me like Sloppy even more when he told me that they just were fucking around with instruments and became a band. Yeah. Like, that's great. That's great. Oh, man, that was great. That was a great, 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 great. Yes, it sure was. Very, 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 very fun interview. Yeah, Charles Manson, Rolling Stones. Uh, Yeah, all types of cool stuff. Uh, Take that out. Uh, But anyway, uh, you know, we're back here. Crazy things going on in the world. Mm-hmm. Sure, you heard about that uh, school up in Canada where they found the 200 something corpses oh, of the indigenous people? Fucking. That's. And, oh. and the Vatican acknowledged it but wouldn't apologize for it. That is the most American thing Canada's done. Yeah, it's like the America. It's like America and uh, the Vatican had a baby and did something in Canada. <laughs> okay. I better stop before. But yeah, y'all should know about that. I got I got some news too. What else you got? You, have you go ahead. Go ahead with the news since we're on the news. But I kind of wrote them like little book reports so they're adorable. Local news. Oh, no, no, this is world news. On Tuesday, June 4th, President Biden memorized the. Yes, yeah, stop. That's driving me nuts. I can't do it with the beeps. I can't. How are you going to be a newscaster, man? Uh, but they don't do that anymore. Memorial. I, did. I didn't even do nothing. On Tuesday, June 1st, <laughs> President Joe Biden memorialized the victims of the Tulsa Race Massacre. Mm. June 1st marked the 100th anniversary of the horrible event. For those not familiar with the Tulsa Race Massacre, being as it was never really addressed, it's not in the history book, so you no. probably don't know about it unless you watch The Watchmen. They killed Black Wall Street. It was the most hor- one of the most horrific race crimes in U.S. history. Mobs of white residents, many of whom were deputized, took to the streets with weapons and terrorized black residents and destroyed their homes and businesses. President Biden called the massacre an act of hate and an act of domestic terrorism with a through line that still exists today. The president went on to criticize the whitewashing of U.S. histories in schools. And that's true, though. Our history has been whitewashed as fuck. I don't know. Yeah, remember being taught about Thanksgiving, how the pilgrims and the Indians helped each other, and and then they ate a turkey together? Another thing I got... uh, kind of goes with this, I guess. Uh, I don't have a big story on it, but four more or- Oath Keepers were arrested, so that's good. No, oh, one of them was a Chicago cop. <laughs> Figures. Yeah, well, they're always knee-deep in some bullshit anyway. 
So I got some local news too. I got on Christmas Eve, two thousand eighteen, Officer Deidre 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 Mengadote. Hold on. Yeah, Deidre Mengadote. Yeah. That's a hard one. Mm -hmm. Was killed while making a traffic stop when an MSD Metro Sewer Sewer District driver, Roger Burdett, crashed his truck into her cruiser, which exploded and killed the officer. On Friday, his lawyer postponed the trial until October. Apparently, Mr. Bernadette was also on hydrocodone when it happened, and last week it was discovered that he had he was watching porn on his phone during the accident. Well, how, how can you watch porn and drive? And how can you get your dick hard on hydrocodone? I don't know. This dude trying to party and... Uh, you ever try to bust a nut on hydrocodone? Very hard. Uh, not on hydrocodone, but... Uh, yeah. You know, pain pills, Vicodin. Pain pills, you know? yeah. Yeah, no. I mean, yeah, I've had to be like, well, Sorry, this, baby. that's all right. But, you know, you do satisfy the lady quite, yeah, I mean, quite a few times before you give up. It's one of those that you get the, I got mine, so I don't care. It's like, okay, uh, then then we're good. I usually bow out gracefully. So uh, these are just some headlines. I don't have any, like, news, but I just think uh, uh, a Kentucky man that was pardoned by Bevin now faces federal murder charge. <laughs> Fuck you, Bevin. Um, you chomo. Some U.S. hospitals marked their first time being COVID-free. We're, we made it. Oh, right, well, we're on our way to making it. Um, uh, this is sad, but a woman dies after being found unresponsive on a Holiday World roller coaster. Oh, dude, that sucks. Did she have a like heart attack or some shit? Probably. Damn, dude. And then, uh, I, it, guys, bear with me because my news is a little... Or I, now I got some music news, but I'm going to go back to local news. I know that's sloppy, <laughs> but... Uh, <laughs> Anti-Flag is going back on tour this year, just so y'all know. And then uh, Fest 19 happening down in Florida features hot water music and Gorilla Biscuits. Festivals are coming back. Uh, Sinead O'Connor announces her retirement from music and touring. I thought that happened already. So did I. Like 20 years ago. Um, Hooked on a fill-in singer, BJ Thomas, dies at 78. (laughs) Uh... (laughs) The Rolling Stones join campaign calling for better streaming revenues for artists. That, that sucks. I hate to see people struggle like the Stones. Yeah, well. Um, Aerosmith's Brad Whitford says that uh, because of Visa Nightmare, Aerosmith might not be able to tour the UK for quite some time. Mm. Um, what happened? What's the Visa Nightmare? Well, here, I'll tell you a little bit about it. Mm-hmm. Let's get um, all up in it. The band's European tour was originally scheduled to take place in 2020, but was pushed back because of COVID. Um, in an interview, Whitford called the pending European tour a pipe dream right now, citing uh, Brexit at and age as two reasons it may not happen. Mm. He says the European tour, they tried to plan one last year. They're talking about next year. Uh it's just it's a pipe little. dream right now. Nothing's going to happen for a long time. Sometimes I'm not sure what my partners are thinking when they think that's going to happen. Uh, oh, so it's basically just the world as the state of the world right now. It's yeah, like, pretty much. Uh, Shazam 2 is in the works. That's good to know. Um, in Disneyland out in California, they open up a 
Marvel uh, Avengers uh, campus, mm-hmm. and man, it looks really cool. It's the it looks really cool. And then we also got let's see what we got. Uh, Hulk Hogan. They're making a biopic on Hulk Hogan. Oh yeah. Chris Helmsworth is playing him, and they posted a picture of how uh, and. Yeah, Hulk Hogan was like, damn, brother, you look fucking cut. Um, I've always considered myself a straight man. I'm not interested in men at all, but you see this picture of Chris Helmsworth, and... Uh, Is it make it move or something? Uh, you you might gasp. It's the long hair he gets the Fabio look. That's yeah, what but it it's is. those arms, too, man. Yeah, but they're people with bigger arms. I mean, he's a handsome guy. Yeah, tell me you didn't just stop breathing though for like a second. It's the hair that he it's gets that Fabio kind of thing. It's the hair and the pose. Oh, oh, you're gonna love this. You know that motherfucker can't believe it's not butter. So, uh, our Wedding Crashers two might be happening, but yeah, fifteen years later, God, Michael Keaton is back as Batman. <laughs> really? In the new Flash movie. Because Flash can like kind of alter time, so and go to different dimensions, and Michael Keaton is reprising his role as motherfucking Batman. How Fuck awesome. Ben Affleck! Yes. How awesome is that going to be to see Keaton back as like? Is he still going to be banging Kim Basinger? I don't know, man, but he was one of the best Batman. Yeah. Oh, another uh, old school movie thing. Um, they're filming Indiana Jones 5, even though Harrison Ford's 80 years old. Didn't he get, like... Oh, never mind, never mind. I was thinking of something else. Never mind. But, yeah, they're making a fifth one? Yeah. What's which, he got to do? Is he going to... wonder what he's looking for this time. I'll probably see it. I mean... I haven't seen the fourth. I've seen the, the first The fourth three. one is awful. Like, me and Trey watched it just because we watched all of them, but... We really like we really like Raiders of the Lost Ark. That's like our favorite. That's the best one by far. Temple of Doom is pretty awesome though. It's all right. It's it's fun to watch. You see the dude's heart get ripped out. You yeah. See that blonde woman having to put her hand in bugs. The first one is the best though. And then, but I like the third one too because like Sean uh, Connery's like a dotting old man, but he's at the same time a research genius. Yeah. And actually had it laid out to where you could find the uh, the Holy Grail. The only problem I got with the third one. And he also plowed the blonde doctor chick that oh, Indiana the, did. The Nazi. Girl, yeah, the yeah. Nazi lady, and uh, yeah, Harrison Ford's like. You didn't. And then Sean Connery just has that sly little pervy smile. Yes, He's I like, bind her sideways. I hit it first, son. Where's my sloppy shuckins? <laughs> the, the part that's fucked up for me that I don't like is I, I don't like rats. And that whole scene where they have to walk through, the, that part's hard for me to watch. But it's a good movie, man. I like how it was filmed in Venice, too. Part of it was filmed in Venice. That's... I don't know. If you can manage to film something in that city, it, that's an amazing feat in itself. I mean, that was just, there was some real good scenery. And they went to Petrus in Jordan. That's where that Holy Grail was. That thing, yeah. the, that's Petrus, the city of Petrus. Uh, okay, I said Petrus like five times. More sequels. Um, Jurassic World 3 is happening. So that's really like Jurassic Park 7 or something, or 6. Uh, yeah, like 6. And, I'll, you know, uh, <clears throat> The first one was cool, but then the rest of them are just carbon copies. But you know what? 
There's fucking dinosaurs. It's awesome. I love them all. Dinosaurs are bitching. Yeah, they are. Those Jurassic Park movies are... Oh, so they're also teasing that apparently a sequel that I've wanted my whole life might be happening. Yeah. Encino Man 2. I didn't even see the first one with Polly Shore. Infectious Grooves is in it. They play the high school dance. Oh, that's awful. Uh, Pump, 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 pump it up. You suck. So that uh, Violent and funky. that dude uh, Baffert, the Derby guy, he, he's yeah, you know he's in trouble because he drug tested. You know what? I'm done with him. I'm not. I'm not gonna give him the satisfaction. And that's the news. <laughs> Pauly Shore. Come on, man. No, the thing about him, it's like he still thinks he's relevant and. He rides. The only reason he has a reputation still is because of his mom running the uh, the comedy store. Like, yeah, he had you know he had that career through MTV and had some movies, but before and after, the only reason he had anything going was because his mom worked at the comedy store. He was a spoiled little brat that ran around. He tries to bully people that are smaller than him because he's a pussy himself. Oh, I was watching him. They finally released the Joey Diaz podcast where they interviewed Pauly Shore. And the show itself is Joey Diaz, who's like this Cuban guy from Jersey. And he, yeah. You think he was big. He looks like Big Pussy from The Sopranos, talks like him, but he's Cuban. Uh, and there's this little, this, well, he's not little, but this Jewish guy who's his producer and the side guy, you know, Lee Syed. And he's a little more docile, and you know, he's like, but he's pretty funny. He's cool, and just Polly Shore, Polly Shore, and then uh, oh, what's the guy from uh, uh, Mad TV, the Asian dude, Bobby Lee? Yeah. Both of them, when they were interviewed, because of their insecurities, would jump on Lee Syatt for no fucking reason because he was a docile dude. Yeah. And they, and you know, while they're talking, while a guest is talking, obviously the people of the show are gonna look at the guest. And like Polly Shore was like, "What are you looking at, man? Stop looking at me, man!" And like, actually, Bobby Lee did the same shit on uh, the really? podcast. The podcast called "The Church Is What's of What's Happening." But like, Polly Shore was just talking about his mom and how you know, and basically writing her reputation and it was just like yeah my mom this my mom that yeah my mom had all the greatest comedians and but trying to act like that he had something to do with it would really he was just some coked out kid who couldn't even get pussy with a lot of money he had to buy hookers I don't know it's just, and then he turns around and tries to bully people I don't like Pauly Shore I think he's a punk oh, bitch there's Sean's rant on you Pauly know, Shore yeah you know, I, I think Bobby Lee's a punk bitch too yeah I'll slap him for Lee Syed. For Lee Syed, I'll slap Bobby Lee and Polly Shore. I forgot to do LA the fill-in on the uh, NBA thing, on the tournament. So, from the last time that we checked in, um, everybody's pretty much moved on. Wizards, out. Knicks, out. Now it's down to Philly and Atlanta. Uh, Philly's leading the series 2-1. to one. Uh, The Bucks and Brooklyn are... They're still in it because the Heat and Celtics are out. Yeah. Um, Brooklyn leads two to one, and uh, the Memphis Grizzlies out 
Dallas Mavericks out. It's now the Jazz and the Clippers. Utah's leading that series by two. And then, uh, let's see, Portland, they're out. <sighs> hurts me to say this. Lakers, out. Oh! So now you got the Nuggets and the Suns. Oh, who's that guy? Suns uh, lead three to With the two. hair on the Nuggets. The mixed dude with the hair on the Nuggets. Trey Walker or Trey something. Or Trey something. Oh, Trey Young? Trey Young. I don't know why I want to call him Trey Walker, but yeah. I like him. He reminds me of somebody I used to work with. No, he's not on the Nuggets. I thought he was with the Nuggets. Yeah, he was. Hold on. He's not on the Jazz. Well, I mean, you know, they trade people constantly. No, I just watched, like, the oh. play a few days ago. Oh, okay. Yeah. All right. Yeah. I don't see it, but I don't know. Maybe. I don't know. I probably haven't mixed it up. So now I'm wondering who's going to take it because all my teams are basically out. So, uh... Make a guess. Make a prediction. Well, I'll just say, you know what? I'm going to root for the Utah Jazz. Donovan Mitchell played for U of L, so I'm at. Yeah, I guess are you rooting for the Bucks, I guess. And if they lose to Brooklyn, I'll still root for Brooklyn. Yeah, right now, uh, right now I'm gonna have to just take the Jazz. I don't really like any of these teams, but man, so before we do anything else, though. One on more time. I got to thank B.A. We got to thank B.A. again, man. He was awesome to have. Yeah, it was a hell of an interview. A lot of fun. Lot of and fun. you heard him. He wants to come back when he gets the tour days up and we can talk. And uh, That's recorded. Yeah. <laughs> maybe, who knows, maybe if they come to Louisville, <laughs> if you're listening, you guys can stop by Sean's apartment and eat all his shit and... Uh, Drink up all my beer. Yeah. So what's coming up? Let's talk about what's coming up in the next few weeks. We had BA today from Sloppy Seconds. That was awesome. Next week, we are going to have Rick in here, our friend Rick. He does the artwork for our show. He's a great artist. He's a fun dude. Uh, so you're going to love that. And then we finally got it. The week after that, well, I've been, been working on this to get for this. five months. Yes. We're getting Miss Jennifer Finch. Of L7. Yes. She'll be here with us. Uh, and we're we're totally stoked about that. That's yeah. gonna be awesome. And then following that, we're gonna be in Clearwater for a good week. So we're gonna do one when we get down there, and one on our way back. So that's yeah. like two weeks. We're we're not taking that week off. We're on vacation. But we'll be with you. We're just yeah. gonna be doing it from Florida. Yes. Danny might possibly be there. Uh, not sure. It's kind of contingent on what he's feeling at the time then afterwards we'll have uh tony uh the savage hooligan on again uh, yes that'll be fun and then we're probably gonna take a week off after that because fuck you we deserve it and then i can't tell you what is but we might possibly have another interview uh at the week after that but we just it's probably gonna happen we well we have the interview like they're gonna do it we just gotta have a date we're just waiting for confirmation on the date so we don't want to just put it out there otherwise it won't happen right according to murphy's law so 
And then we'll be on location at the Kingfish uh, August 7th. And, you know, don't we got them, Don't tell them we're coming. Yeah, don't. Yeah. And we're not going to tell you which one we're at until we're there. And then the week after that, we're going to uh, the Afro Man concert. Yeah. That, that's not for you all, though. That's just for us. You, you get to hang out. Basically, you guys get to, like, pre-game, pre-game it with us. Yeah. Because we'll probably... Uh, We'll probably have to catch a Uber back. I don't know how I'm gonna get home, man. See if Amanda can drop me off, like uh, drop you off here. Mom. Yeah, and then we can Uber down there, and then yeah, and then uh, take the torque. Oh, uh, uh, you don't but, you want to ride a tarp just once, nah, just to see I'm how adventurous it is? I used to ride it all the time. It's not that bad. And. Yeah, and then we got some other podcast people coming in, and it's going to be... I mean, that's not really confirmed yet. But, yeah. <sighs> and that might not even happen. I haven't Possibly. We but, had a bunch of stuff in the works, so, but yeah. We got a whole list of guests, though, that... What you need to know is the next four episodes, <sighs> the, or next five episodes, the furthest one out, we got Tony, and then we're going to be in Florida for two weeks, and then in two weeks from now, Jennifer Finch, and next week... Mr. Rick with a uh, fifty eleven. Yeah. So it'll be awesome. This has been a it's been a good episode. Sexual. Episode. Are you good? I feel pretty good. My nipples. I'm good. Yeah, my nipples aren't as hard as they were earlier in the show. So. Well, I guess it means it's about that time. I feel like it's perfect. I feel like we're at the good point where we have flowed perfectly. Yeah. Any more? I don't know if I have any more, but. We'll see you next week. We'll be here with 5011. Tell your friends to check out that cool Sloppy Seconds interview. What? Yeah. And follow me on Twitter. And follow Sean on Twitter. And follow the show on Twitter. At partners, or at pals underscore partners. And follow me at Donnie Vagrant. So. And uh, find us on Facebook. Like us on Facebook. All right. We love you guys. We'll see you all next week. Love you. This is America's sex symbol, Sean Magnum. And America's sweetheart, Donnie Vagrant. And this has been Partners. And Pals. Ooh, check us out on anchor.fm. Support us. Oh, yeah.